This is the Truth Network. Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. My power is turned Total Eclipse of the Heart today on the the Christian Car Guy Show. And oh my goodness, is that intro, Bob? I'm telling you, it's packed. It's loaded. We've got some stuff that God has given us that we get to share this morning. I couldn't, it's, it's Mother's Day Eve, which just lights my fire even the more. So to start off with, you heard Simba. You've forgotten who you are. And I love that. I mean, there's so much power in that little scene there. You have forgotten me, your father. You've forgotten me, your father. And so you've forgotten who you are. Rings the old bell there, brother. Oh, yeah. You're going to see so much of that today on the show and total eclipse of the heart. I discovered things even this morning about eclipses that I had. and, And the heart issue is so tied into eclipses. Oh, you're going to be fascinated by this stuff, but I just have to say I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion. (laughs) I want you to match up what Simba just said, that you know who your father is, and because you know who your father's testimony is in your heart, and your testimony, what you know he's done in your life, right? That is your fight song. It's take back your life, take back your story, your testimony, the fact that I know what my dad did, what Simba, you know, the whole deal, right? To prove I'm all right. Think about what she just said. To prove. Now, testimony is evidence. It's proof, right? The arc of the testimony was proof that God had given him the law, had given him the manna, had given him the staff that budded. This was proof. It was their evidence. So that If I'm taking back my life, I'm going to wrap myself in the vine. And when you are in the vine, right, then your power is turned on. You can be strong. And my favorite part of that song is at the very end (laughs) when she says, and I don't really care if nobody else believes. And I don't mean in any way, shape, or form that I don't care if other people believe in Jesus. What I'm saying is that if you 
my testimony is 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 unbelievable. I I I, I struggle to believe it myself. All the stuff that God has done for me, or that why He would do that for me, and so. When I'm really in walking in that identity of who I really am and walking in my testimony, I really don't care if anybody believes what I'm fixing to say because I know that it's the stuff that's really underneath, you know, what I feel. Yeah, you hear that beautiful music? That's what, that's when you have a great producer, they can bring that. So, we only have one match. See, on this Mother's Day Eve, if you think about Revelation 3.18 and Psalms 45.13, the dress, right? You're going to get a dress according to both those things. Psalms 45 is the wedding psalm. And it says you're going to get a dress that is white as the moon, and it's embroidered with pure gold. And you know, the longer I walk with Jesus, the more I keep coming back to say yes to the dress. I'm just saying. <laughs> and that's how I know this Mother Dave's uh, show, Bob, is that we have to say yes to the dress. So you're going to wonder how I get there. Well, there's John Bunyan's classic Pilgrim's Progress. You may have read it. I hope you have. It's absolutely phenomenal. We're going to talk a lot about it during the show today. But when Christian is freed from his burden, in other words, when he really has all this stuff on his back that he's got to get off, which is the whole reason he goes on the pilgrimage to begin with, he's got to get this stuff off his back. And if you're like me, you got a lot of stuff on your back that you got to get rid of, and the only person to get rid of with is Jesus, right? And when he goes to the cross, pilgrim does, then he's given white raiment, and he's given a testimony to put in his bosom. And, and actually, both are critical to his entrance later on to the celestial city, and they are critical to our entrance into heaven. But I don't know if you thought about how critical they are to your actual pilgrimage. If you read Pilgrim's Progress, you're going to see that Pilgrim, time and again, pulls out his testimony to read it, and it comforts him. And it's huge. So, interestingly... If you look closely in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, he says, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, oh, yes, they are. <laughs> they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So it's interesting to me, and e even this week, the things that I struggle with, the most to forgive myself. Like, how in the world could I do that? How could I be so careless? How could I be so thoughtless? How could I be so out of control, Bob? Well, it just, this week I had a lot of, a lot of things happen and a lot of opportunities presented to me to do things that in the past gave me great pleasure. And when you mentioned the part about, I forgot who I was and and forgot whose I was, uh, it really it really rang true for me because I haven't done anything like that, D doing something to help somebody and doing this to help somebody. And yesterday and the day before, there were just so many things that just fell right into place where I got to help there and I got to help a little there. And I got reminded of somebody I'd helped there. And, and the feeling that I got from from participating in what God would have me do kind of brightened me up in a real tremendous way. It 
it turned the light back on and I didn't think about I'd forgot whose I was and what his plan for me was. But then when you mentioned that this morning, it's like, Ooh, <laughs> I've been walking on that path and, uh, and well, it just changed a lot of things for me. It gave me my joy back and got a little mojo back in. The- and think about how big your mother, in your case, you know, I know your mother and my mother was in my story. See? So it's like mm. <laughs> Simba needed to remember who his dad was. How many, how many times do I need to remember who my mother was? And all the things that, that she is, that, that's an integral part of this story. And people that listen to the show back when my mother was alive, you know, she would call in and she, you know, she oh, had yes. her own testimonies, right? That that was beautiful. Moms are just so incredibly important to us. And when I was doing the children, I still do the children's sermons. But in the past, I used to speak about mom a lot, a whole lot. I hadn't done it in a while, some of my uh talks have centered more around my son and different things but she set me down one day i was trying to tell her this and that and i had an issue and and she's like well son is there anything you can do about this well no i don't guess so she said well then why are you wasting your time worrying about it there is so much infinite wisdom comes from mom (laughs) that she put in me years ago and then you know, you just have to think back, you know, well, maybe, uh, you know, yeah, just seek her guidance. So in, in the case of Christian in Pilgrim's Progress, he fell asleep on the hill of difficulty and he lost his testimony. It actually fell out of his bosom. It went down on the ground. He lost it. He went and started going up the hill without his testimony. And you might imagine that, oh, my goodness, he couldn't go any further. He couldn't make his pilgrimage without his testimony. And so he had to go back and get it. So we all could use a little going back and getting our testimony. And Absolutely. I'm thinking that you ought to call in today at 866-348-7884. Maybe it's about your mom. I would love that. Or maybe it's some other testimony where God gave you something that gave you evidence. It made proof positive in your heart that you can go back and look to that you know you're headed for the celestial city. You know that you're his. You know, he gave me some white raiment and gold. I'm going to get to that story when we come back. we got stories to share, but I want to hear yours. 866-348-7884. A total eclipse of the heart. That's what happened to poor John. I mean, Christian, as he was going up the hill, he lost his testimony. Think about the poor Jews. They lost their testimony. They don't have the Ark of the Covenant anymore. We need to go back and find it. 866-34-TRUTH. When we come back. Total eclipse of the heart today, as we will someday be dressed in white and start forever now. I mean, it's an unbelievable picture, and the white is a huge deal, and let me just jump into that because, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to tell you all this, but I'll just tell you that, you know, sometimes Robbie is, you know, just depraved. I guess that's a good way to put it, that I see things I shouldn't see or I get on tracks that I shouldn't get on and 
And, and this was the case Monday morning. I was supposed to be in my quiet time. Instead, I was thinking about things I shouldn't have been thinking about. I was just really struggling. And in spite of the fact that it started at like five and it ended at like eight, there was not any prayer that happened. And there was not anything of any value. All that happened was frustration. So Tuesday morning, I started just like going back in and just like, God, you got to help me. Show me what my problem is. Why can I not get control of this stuff? And he said, well, I'm so glad we're here, Robbie. Let's talk about this. And so he took me back to an incident when I was 17. And I actually got engaged when I was 17 to a girl, a very messy situation. It was horrible. She broke up with me, broke my heart. You can imagine all that stuff. But that situation had gone further than it ever and it ever should have because I played with fire. And he knew that this playing with fire thing was a problem that, 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 that I was still struggling with. And so it's interesting that, that he takes me through there, and I finally forgive myself for all this stuff. And I have to forgive this girl for some parts of what she did. And as I finish all that forgiveness stuff, this is me and Jesus, he he gives me pure gold. It, this is a spiritual thing. He's like, Robbie, I want you to have this gift. He's, Jesus is phenomenally generous. You may have heard me talk more about my innocence card he gave me one time. And one time he actually gave me white raiment. But this time he was giving me pure gold. And I'm like, really? This is the same guy that yesterday just couldn't get his act together. And today you're giving me pure gold? I mean, that's, are you serious, Jesus? You know, and he is. And he has given it to me. And as a result of that, I start to think, what is, this, what is this gift exactly? And for whatever reason, I go to Revelation 3, 18, which you'll see there that he tells the church in Lysadia, you think you're clothed, but you're actually naked, so you need, to, you need to get purchased from me, buy white raiment and pure gold. And I said, and interestingly, as I'm sitting there thinking about it, I don't know why, I guess because I've always been in love with the 45th Psalm, I went to where in 45, 13 is the wedding. Actually, it's a psalm that describes the wedding supper of the Lamb. And there is this beautiful verse that says that the princess is glorious on the inside, but on the outside, she has a white dress embroidered with pure gold. <laughs> So, you see, here is this, like, phenomenal for me. Like, Christian had his white shirt. And, again, it's just the way that my week went. Ann Ald and I are working on a totally new project for Christian Carguy Theater. It's going to be Plymouth's Progress and, you know, and the idea behind Pilgrim's Progress. And so I've been studying this book again. And, and as I am studying this thing, here's, here's Christian going up the hill of difficulty, right? And he loses his testimony. But he goes back and gets it, right? And what he's getting is inside of his bosom, right? And it's inside his heart. And when, when you think about what was in the Ark of the Testimony, the original testimony, it had three items you might be familiar with. It had the law, and he, God says, I'm going to write the law on your heart. It had manna, and I don't know how many times you've been fed manna in your heart from God, I'm telling you that if you're the temple of the Holy Spirit, guess what? 
your heart is the holy of holies and my favorite part is the last one. It's the staff that budded, which is actually a picture of the first fruits because the staff that budded was an almond tree and almond is the first thing that blooms in Israel. And so it is the first fruits. And what it is saying is that this staff is Jesus and he is the one that is guiding us. <clears throat> okay. And all that stuff's in your arc of the testimony. So we all have our own little testimonies right in there. <clears throat> and you've got stuff like I got stuff. Right. In my case, I've got my white raiment that Jesus has given me. I've got my gold. I got my innocence card. I got different stories. I've got the stories of my mother sitting down with me. Right. Just like Bob has his. And those are how we get our power back. That's how we get back on track. That's how we light it up, Bob. I hadn't really thought about it until you got to talking to me this morning, but it's been a while since I've testified to anybody. And uh, I have so many testimonies. God has given me so many through the years. Um, one of my best lessons in life, uh, when you started talking about doing things we wasn't supposed to do, when I was little, me and my neighbor were out in the woods, and one of us had come up with a pack of matches. And we knew not to play with fire. We knew not to strike matches. We knew not to do this. But we get this ingenious idea to pile a bunch of leaves up on a stump and we're going to burn this stump out of the ground. Well, we lit the fire and needless to say, the fire got out of control and I'm trying to put it out, you know, and and he takes off running to get help. And, uh, you know, we got help and we got the fire put out and I got the switching of my lifetime left a memory with me and, but I deserved it because you know we could have really done some damage and hurt some people but playing with fire doing something we you know wasn't supposed to be doing and it just got out of control but you know when you started talking this morning I had no clue what we were going to talk about but all the testimonies I have I have a given testimony that's been awesome uh, here recently uh, I came up with a a forgiveness testimony and um you know from the fire and our perseverance i have a a perseverance testimony right for those who don't know bob had a fire that burned down his business um which is a fire's phenomenal. been a big part of my life <laughs> I, I am sitting there putting that together like that's interesting and playing with fire we we can get burned sick. oh yeah so how about yours we need your story. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. Where is it that you can reach in and find your testimony? You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Feel my heart beat. A total eclipse of the heart today on the Christian Car Guys show. I have to tell you where Jesus took me this morning. Oh, my goodness. After the just feast he fed me Tuesday through Friday, of all the different things we've been talking about, then this morning he says, Robbie, I want you to understand white. I'm like, okay, I can go on that journey. That sounds like fun. And so... I begin to study the word white. Well, if you look at the word white in Hebrew, 
you're going to find the root of the word white in Hebrew is heart. Like if heart in Hebrew is a lamed, which is a letter, which is like this fire, Bob, that burns for God. Okay. And then a bet, which means house. So inside of your heart is this like house that houses God and it's a fire that's burning for God. That's what your heart is. And it wants that. Believe me, it does. And, And we go for false gods and that gets in there. But when we're going for the real thing, we're going for the real fire, by the way, Bob. Okay. So interestingly, you take that Lamed and the Bet and you add a third letter, which happens to be a Nun. And that word is actually faith. If I mean, that letter means faith in Hebrew. So you have this fire that burns for God, a heart and faith. And what does that describe is white. I'm not kidding you. It's 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 white. When you put those three together, that's what you get. Now, moon, as in the Song of Solomon, now there's different ways they say moon in Hebrew, but when they're talking about the moon, like you're as fair as the moon, when you look at that in the Song of Solomon, look at moon in that particular way it's written in Hebrew, it's the exact same letters, right? The Lamed and the Bet and the Nun, so it's like white, but then at the end of it, it's a hay, which means white expressed. It, it Because that hay means it's expressing the three letters that are before it. So if you think about it, the, the word moon means white expressed. So this morning, after he tells me all this stuff, I, I don't know if you know, we must be close to a full moon. So I'm on my way to work, and I, I, I'm leaving at like 5 in the morning, whatever time it is, 6-something. Full and, moon was that, and the full moon is is like in my face the entire it's it's daylight. But guess what color the moon was the whole way? It's like it's bright white, and it's in my face. And I'm looking at that. And they're going, "You just have such a sense of humor, God. You're just, I, you know." He knew that I would see that as so we were talking about the total eclipse of the heart, like white. Like get the picture here, like we get clothed in white. But more than that, we got Patrice is in Durham. She's got a story for us, I'm so excited. Patrice, you're on, uh, Patricia, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. Patricia, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, can you hear me? I can, you sound great. Okay, Um, yeah, Patrice, you had it right the first time. Okay. Yeah, um, so, um, I was listening to you all and, and kind of um, encouraging folks to share a testimony this morning. Um, and then in light of it being Mother's Day uh, weekend, I was um, reflecting actually for my grandmother. She was, uh, she's passed away uh, now, uh, going on to be with the Lord, but um, she was everything to my faith. Um, and she had a whole brood of folks. She had about nine kids um, and, and plenty of grandkids and plenty of great-grandkids, but she prayed over all of us, and I got to see her reading her Bible and um, being on her knees. As a little girl, I got to see that um, really? firsthand on a regular basis as she pretty much raised me. Uh, but you cannot get to heaven on your granny's faith. Mm. He has to become your Savior. And she would pray over us, and she would take her finger and write write Jesus across our foreheads as little kids. <laughs> and um, yeah, she, you know, and she was a Pentecostal granny. And uh, 
I remember calling her at a bolt, and I called her, and I said, Granny, guess what? I got saved. I really got saved. Like, um, you know, the Lord came in and, and changed my heart, and, and, I, and I wanted to, you know, call her and share that with her. And I remember her telling me, she said, that's great, honey, that's great. You're at the edge of the water. Don't stop there. <laughs> you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. She said, you seek God until he baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. And we got off the phone, and I said, Lord, if there's more of you, I want it. And I remember just praying and praying and fasting, and nothing would happen. I didn't, I didn't have any experience or any encounter. And I said to my best friend, I was also blessed with a very, very, very godly best friend at the time, um, and she, I said, I called her up one night, and I said, will you, I use this old school word, I said, will you tarry with me? Mm. I believe God has something for me, and I want to pray through this. And she said, you come over to my place, and we got down on our knees in her living room, and we began to pray. And she said, do you feel the presence of the Lord? He's all around you. And she could barely lift her head up. And I said, no, I don't feel anything. And she said, continue to pray. And then as I began to pray, she began to quote from the book of Acts. And she said that as uh, they prayed the, and they opened their mouth, she said, open your mouth. She said, the Spirit of the Lord will give them utterance. And I opened my mouth and the, I could feel the weight that she was talking about. All of a sudden, the weight in the room was so heavy, I couldn't lift my head. And I opened my mouth, and I began to speak in tongues. And I began to see the men, the people of the language who I was speaking, their language. Uh, they looked uh, uh, kind of like a Middle Eastern, like a, I guess, a Hebrew kind of, anyways, I don't know, but... I saw, and I, I felt that glory of the Lord, and for, for the first time in my life, the presence was tangible, like I could literally touch and feel the weight of God. And um, I just, you know, that that has happened so many years ago, and um, this morning you really encouraged me to share this. I, I said, I'm not going to call in with that that uh, that testimony, and and I just really felt on my heart, you know, this is not just for you. Your testimony is for someone else to hear. It is, it is that, um, that fervent, that is what pushes, up, pushes us into the finish line. So I just hope cool. and pray oh. that someone Oof. is blessed by this testimony that God shared. And I, I got to share that with my granny, that she encouraged me not to just stay on the, on the edge of the shoreline. She said, go out there further. Go out there in the deep water with him. And, 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 and I just got to share that with her and her encouragement for me um, that, that I had to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit um, oh, because wow. of her. What? I want to thank I mean, you for your program so cool. today. I mean, thank you for calling. Oh, wow. wow. I mean, yeah, I know Bob's like me, but, you know, I, that, that, that speaks to the end of that line where I don't really care if anybody else believes. You, you do care if other people believe, but what's important is it sounds crazy, but you know it's true, and it is, it's very, very important to your internal comfort. Like, this was an experience that doesn't seem to make sense to most people, but I know that it happened, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you so Absolutely. much. Wow. Thank you so much for the program this morning. Someone is listening, and they are being blessed. Um, oh, I know it. It's wonderful that people have these resources, especially in a time like this. You all keep being a blessing to um, to this world. God has given you a platform. I'm 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 honored. Thank you. Thank you very Patrice. much. That was that made my day right there. God bless you. Have a great Mother's Day. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. All right, Bob. We got Keith is in High Point. Keith, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all today? I'm doing ex- great. Brother. I'm excited doing great. to hear, hear what you got for us, Keith. Well, it's a uh, a giving testimony. Uh, it's several years ago, uh, a person I know, he came into my place of business, my restaurant and had his wife with him. His son was about three or so. And this guy, he was a born again, Christian. His wife was a Christian, but you know, she didn't have the faith like him. And I knew nothing about when they were sitting there eating. I was, I went and sat down and talked to him and I was talking. Nobody mentioned anything. I said, your business doing okay? He said, well, I'm, you know, I'm just hanging in there. I said, okay. He had his own business. But something started telling me, saying, Keith, they need money. And, uh, before that, before that, I'd had some, I had some cash. Keith, I hate we got to go to a break. So hold it right there. We... We, I, this is getting really good, so you're going to want to hear what happens with Keith and the money when we come back. We also have Ann, who's with Christian Car Guy Theater, one of the co-authors here of the new Plymouth Progress. we got that. Bob's got a story he just wrote down. It's going to be exciting. you got to stay tuned. So much more coming at you. Oh, you call us, 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Total eclipse of the heart today on the Christian Car Guys show. We are so blessed to have so many wonderful callers calling in, sharing their testimonies that they're able to keep their close to their hearts so they know whose they are. And like maybe your mom's testimony, those kind of things. I do need to mention, because it is a Christian Car Guys show, that you know part of our testimony is the Jesus labor love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis, and and. You know, we've got some cool stuff going on with that as we speak. You know, we got new cars that have been donated and people being helped. And, of course, that's at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as Christian Car Guy Theater. We're getting all geared up for, for Plymouth progress. I think Plymouth Valiant will be on his way here in a couple of weeks. We're very excited about that. And we have a new thing with our podcast. If you, if you subscribe to the Christian Car Guy podcast, you may have noticed we now have classic Car Guy comedy. And so... We've taken uh, sound bites of my jokes from different things that I do and, you know, daily kind of just, if you want to laugh, if you if you enjoy my humor, well, good, I enjoy it, so I laugh. <laughs> but anyway, it's all there at Classic Car Guy Comedy and the podcast page. You know, one of those comes out Monday through Friday every day of the week, so that's really fun. So when we left our hero, Keith, he had these people, and you were, all of a sudden you feel God telling you that you got to give them some money. Yes. Uh, er, 
yes, earlier I, uh, that day, I had some, pro- I had profit. I, you know, first time I had it in a long time, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, thank you. But I said, if you want me to give this to anybody or anything, tell me. So those people came in to eat. I kept on thinking in my mind, they need some money. Nobody mentioned money. But before they left, I was going to put some money in an envelope, that profit I had. And the Lord said, no, that's not enough. So I put a little more in there. He said, no. I said, Lord, I said, you're kidding me. And he said, nope. And so I put it all in an envelope. He said, that's right. And I went, holy moly. I said, okay. Because I told Lord, you know, if you want whatever you want this money to go, I'll give it. So I gave it to them. I didn't say no. I said, here you go. And they didn't know it. Well, they went out to their car. They left. They, the guy's wife came back in just bawling her eyes out, grabbed me, hugged me by the neck. And that guy had told me, he said, you know, I've been talking to her about getting saved, being saved and all that. We were, we were short on cash. He said, you didn't know it because we didn't say it. And he was telling his wife, said, honey, the Lord will provide for us. And I gave him that money. It, it literally saved his business, I think. But it, the the whole thing was I was pulling out this money and putting an envelope. Is that enough, Lord? No. <laughs> a little more? No. And I put it all in there. He said, that's good. And So, yeah, his I wife, re- you know, when I was reflecting on what you're talking about, though, Keith, his wife, you know, possibly salvation tied to that. How huge is that? I mean, business is one thing, but, oh, my goodness. I mean, what a yeah, change. It, it was uh, – well, you know, I asked the Lord, I told the Lord, I said, I'll give this money to wherever you want, you know, whatever you want me to do with it. That and is, I, boy. And it was just like an hour later here they come. I'm like, Woo. But I was, I'm glad I did it because it, it really, it helped her. I mean, she was, she finally believed. I didn't know their need. I didn't know their problem. And so that ended up being had, a testimony for you and them. You know, I can imagine forever, you know, we'll get to hear that story. Keith, thank you so much. I got some other people I need to get to, but God, you are a blessing as always. What a story. Thanks for sharing, brother. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, bro. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We got Ann Alt, who's calling in from Huntersville, Charlotte, actually. Hi. (laughs) And we've been working on Plymouth's progress, and now you get to call in. I'm interested in your story. I know. Well, I'm just so excited by the whole theme uh, the, on a prayer call this morning. They were talking about the theme was, you know, that our uh, that our walk with the Lord is not a comfortable process. <laughs> and then another show, same thing, you know, the hill of difficulty. So it's going to be so fun to, <clears throat> for Christian Car Guy to uh, theater to have uh, to have this incredible. Oh, I'm so excited about our incredible Plymouth progress. But um, you know, the fact that this that God is, I think Hebrews twelve eleven talks about God essentially exercising us, exercising his flabby bride, and I loved your definition of, you know, white and all those words, you know, the three words, fire, heat, faith, and that's the truth. But uh, my own mommy, just to, to go back to Mother's Day, I just have a short poem, if I could read it, called Mother please, and Wife. Please, that's, yes. And, and I thought it might be good for mothers, because, you know, it is a hill of difficulty. I can't imagine. I haven't been a mother, have never been pregnant, never have the experience. I love kids. But the, the thing is, what, what, 
you know, some women have are almost apologists for living by saying, oh, I'm just a mother and a wife. Well, I wrote this poem for that. <laughs> and it says, mother and wife are just two simple words and yet inexpressibly dear. They draw you a picture of one woman's life, and the words make the picture quite clear. You imagine the scenes that unfold through the years, days filled with laughter, with headaches and tears. A woman not perfect, and yet one who tries to reach out to her family and maintain the ties. You helped her bake cakes when you were a kid and constantly begged for a lick. She stayed up all night mopping your brow and giving you broth when you were sick. She listened with patience as you poured out your heart, spent hours bending her ear. Then you doubted the wisdom and answers she gave when she told you the things you did not want to hear. There are many professions, noble and true, many a call in this life, but few can compare with the guts that it takes to be just a mother and wife. Wow. So I just applaud all mommies <laughs> out there. I applaud a, all well, mommies. Yeah, me too. That is beautiful, <laughs> and thank you. Thank you. That, oh, is, that is so looking, awesome. Looking well, I know. forward to Pilgrim's. Uh, to the Plymouth Progress. Uh, me, just... me, me too. Me too. And yeah. I'm so grateful you called in. Bob's got something he's got to share. We're almost out of time. So we got to go okay. to that. Thank you, Ann. Bless God bless you. Love uh -huh. that poem. That was so perfect for today, wasn't it, Bob? Absolutely. Uh, the Mother's Day thing just really rings true today. And I know a lady who um, she brought her son up and in church. and um, But then later in life, he, he strayed. And then really straight and he was um one of these that would take and and make uh atheist remarks on facebook and just put it out there for people to to see and um but i'd talk to her about it and she would say well i brought him up right and the lord will bring him home when it's time and i talked with that lady uh recently and she shared with me that uh, her son had had an epiphany and that uh, he knew there had to be a God. And uh, science had proved it to him that there had to be a God. And he's wanting to get baptized. And just what a joyous thing right here close to Mother's Day to find out that the son you brought up right, you know, ha has made that. So I was just so happy for that lady, and I just really wanted to share that on Mother's Day. And uh, so all you moms out there, uh, bless you, and, you know, just thanks for all you do for your kids, and, and thank you, Mom, for all you did for me coming up. Yeah, and, I wonder uh, real quick, Beth Ann's our producer, and I know that she probably has a mom thing that she can say in 20 seconds, can you? Yeah, my mom uh, was a prayer warrior, and she's gone on to be with the Lord, and I continue Yes. the prayers. So sweet. Yeah, I attended her funeral, actually, a few months ago, and what a beautiful lady. What a, what a beautiful thing that God put these people in our lives, Bob. We've all lost a mother as the three of us, but, you know, if you've got yours, go appreciate her tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. And while you're at it, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. <laughs> Got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening to Total Eclipse of the Heart today on the Christian Car Guy Show.
You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.